Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and hopefully you had a great weekend. Happy Tuesday if you're listening to this on Tuesday. Um, hopefully you listened to my interview with Chris Mirabile. We touched all about human longevity, the 12 hallmarks of aging. He's the CEO of Novos. So if you haven't checked out that company, they got some really cool products. Um, there's links in the show notes to check it out. Um, we also talk, talked about energy, metabolism, cognition with a, a, a product called NMN, if you haven't heard of that. So <clears throat> really enjoyed meeting Chris and interviewing him. So check out episode 236. And um, today I wanted to touch on strength. Um, obviously, if you're, li- if you're a listener to the podcast, it's something we talk a lot about because it's important to maintain and increase strength if you can as we get older because of you know sarcopenia, which is muscle loss as we get older. So if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Um, and I wanted to just cut, I got gotten some questions from some individuals. So I figured I'd just answer them on the podcast and uh, hopefully this will help benefit you as well. And, um, you know, get you motivated to, to help gain muscle as you age. So the first question was, what is the best way to gain muscle? And obviously this approach, you know, can depend on the individual, you know, their age, their weight, their activity level, their sort of past history. But the bottom line is there's some general principles around building muscle. One is, you know, eating a healthy diet, you know, you can still build muscle and eat junk, (laughs) but essentially if you're not prioritizing protein, it's going to be that much more difficult. So you know, that's the building block to building new muscle. Obviously you can't just eat protein and build muscle, right? You got to do both. So, um, lifting resistance, doing resistance training and eating plenty of protein. I would say average, say if you can average about 30 grams per meal, that would be great. Um, obviously exercise stimulating muscle growth is important. Weightlifting, obviously really important. Um, and, even, you know, I see a lot of women getting away from weightlifting, but it's so important for women or men, doesn't matter the sex. Um, and another one that can help with building muscle is prioritizing rest and recovery. You know, there's individuals who I know who probably overdo it and they don't allow their bodies to recover. But I always find that when I prioritize recovery, my workouts are that much better. So muscle growth is going to, is going to, occur during periods of rest. So if you're never allowing your body to rest, um, and a lot of times that's during sleep. So getting quality sleep is huge as well. Um, because obviously you're allowing your muscles to recover between workouts. So those are good three principles right there. Prioritizing protein, lifting weights, and also allowing your body to rest and recover. Um, Another question was what are the most effective exercises for building muscle? Well, you know, you hear a lot about what's, what's the goal? Is it strength? Is it, is it hypertrophy? Honestly, there, there, it, there's not a black and white. Like a lot of people will say to build strength, you got to require, you know, it's going to require lifting heavy weights at a, at lower reps, you know, three to five reps, but there, it's not all black and white, right? So, um, if you do 
little less weight with higher reps, you still can build strength. You'll probably build some endurance as well. I think for the, for a long time, I would lift 15 to 20 reps as I was, you know, sort of growing through, um, you know, my, my twenties and my thirties and occasionally brought the reps down. But I think it's, you know, if you're 40, 50 plus, and you're just doing like three rep max, you know, three reps and five reps, you're, you're putting yourself in danger of potentially getting injured because obviously you're putting a lot of load on yourself. Now you want to have some load, right? Like if you're doing 20 plus reps and it's super, super easy, that's not enough, but you got to sort of find that fine line for me. I like to hover around 10 to 12 reps. Um, that's normally what a lot of experts will tell you regarding hypertrophy. Um, and so that's a good place to start. Um, also a recommendation would be to do multiple joint and large, larger muscle groups, like for example, glutes, right? I mean, if you're never doing lower body, you're just, it's a disservice to the rest of your body and to your goals because, you know, something like squats or even like, um, you know, some single joint movements like, um, well, I should say lunges are great as well. Um, you could, you know, you, that could be your leg day lunges, squats, and maybe some deadlifts. But if you're neglecting, you know, the bigger muscles, your glutes are pretty much your biggest muscle in your body. So I would prioritize that <clears throat> that will help, um, help you build muscle, not only in your lower body, but you'll, you'll find you're stronger in your upper body as well. And when you're, when you're doing sort of these compound exercises, um, which would be, let's just say like, this is an efficient way of doing things is you could, you could do a squat to a shoulder press, right? You're saving time there. Yeah. You're doing lower upper, you're doing like a combination of everything. Um, but if you're like in a time crunch, then doing those compound movements, um, where you're involving multiple muscle groups simultaneously. Um, I think that's a lot more effective than just doing isolation exercises, which an example of that would be just saying you're focusing on just biceps, unless you're like, training for some type of competition and you want to like, um, and you want to sort of isolate e each muscle group maybe, but that's sort of like an old school approach. I'd say, I think you're better off, you know, like a lot of times I'll sometimes do walking lunges with shoulder presses alongside or walking lunges with bicep curls. And, you know, if you only have a certain amount of time to do stuff, that's a good, efficient way of doing it. Another question, what's the best time of day to work out, to build muscle? Um, I mean, this is, uh, not, this is, uh, a, not, there's not a one size fits all answer to this. Um, some people have more energy and focus in the morning. This is where they get things done. Um, I would pr prefer for myself. I used to do morning workouts. I used to do afternoon workouts right now. I'm in the middle of the day and that just works best for me, but, <clears throat> but the best time is what works for you. Let's just say that, <laughs> um, you're more than whatever you're more than likely not to skip is the time that it works for you. So, you know, choose the time that you're able to stick to consistently. And that's, that's when you want to build muscle and, and do your workouts. <clears throat> How many days per week should I work out to build muscle? Um, you know, the frequency of which you work out will have an impact obviously on your ability to build muscle. I would say for most people working out, three days a week can be sufficient. Um, it allows your, your body to recover, um, and grow between workouts. If you're lifting every day, obviously you, you, if you're lifting five, six days a week, you're obviously going to be doing your workout splits, like just one day chest, one day biceps, one day, maybe back. Um, this can, you know, if you have the time, great, but 
I don't think this is necessary. I think you can do for the longest time. I worked out for three days a week and that was sufficient. I've added in a, a fourth day and changed my splits around where I'm doing more of a lower and upper body. I do. I, I There is some, there is some science and some studies around hitting that same body part, the frequency of the body part twice a week. So if you can get in two lower body days, as opposed to just doing it once during the week, you're have a better, you'll have a better chance of grow, of gaining muscle than just doing it once a week. So if you can do a body part twice a week and do like right, right now, I'm doing two lower bodies and two upper bodies. So I'm hitting, I'm getting stim, you know, muscle protein synthesis and stimulating the muscle twice per week. And I find that that's working best for me right now. Um, well, what should I eat to build muscle? Like I said to you before, I would aim for 25 to 30 grams per meal of protein, uh, three grams of leucine, an essential amino acid that um, promotes muscle protein synthesis. I interviewed Dr. Don Lehman. We, he talked all about that. So f- foods that are rich in protein slash leucine include meat, fish, eggs, dairy, even quality tofu if you're not into the uh, eating meat. Um, in addition, you you know, to, in addition to protein, you want to make sure that you're consuming enough calories. This is something that I find a lot of people don't do, including myself for a long time, and still I st- in, until I started tracking it. So tracking your calories, not every day. You can do it for a couple weeks maybe or a week and just see where you're at. But you'll sort of have a feeling if you're under-consuming. You know, I'm, a, I'm 180 pounds right now. I was probably 170-ish and not consuming enough. And I found that I was probably consuming 1,500 calories on average. That's not enough, right? So I think a middle-aged male who's 180 pounds should probably be around 3,000 calories. Now, calories aren't everything, but they do play some type of role. Um, Also, yeah, so as far as eating, prioritizing protein and the amino acid leucine, um, and you can add in carbs. You know, carbs are can play a beneficial role. I won't go into all that. Maybe I'll do a separate podcast on that, but you can add in, um, you know, fruit, uh, even fruit juice. This will help with recovery and restore glycogen levels. Um, and then healthy fats, obviously for regulating hormones and helping the body recover from exercise. So good sources of healthy fats, avocados, nuts, coconut, extra virgin olive oil. Um, and this will, this will help, you know, obviously get your, get your fat intake up. You don't have to go crazy with fats. I think the whole keto craze and people were just eating butter and stuff like that. I think, I think that that can overdo it, but cooking with healthy fats is a great place to start. Things like coconut oil and extra virgin olive oil, um, are beneficial, you know, nutrients and, and fats to cook with. Um, last but not least, what supplement should I be taking? Well, I will say this creatine has, is probably the most well-studied supplement. So, um, if you could aim to having about five grams of protein per day, I think that's a great place to start. This can increase your exercise performance, increase muscle mass. Um, you know, just Google creatine and you'll find all the studies done on it. Um, and you know, it's not one thing I like about it. It's not super expensive. Um, I think the, the whole supplement industry has gotten a little crazy. Um, granted there are some really cool and beneficial supplements. So just got to make sure you're getting it from the right source. But I think creatine with a quality protein powder, if you want to add that in, um, will help with muscle growth and sort of help you meet your daily protein needs. That's why I add sometimes a protein 
powder in. I've been using my buddy Brad Kearns. Check that out. He's got a he's got a quality whey protein, and then there's actually creatine in it. So just search for Brad Kearns uh, protein powder. He I just got his. It's I really enjoyed it. It's like a vanilla uh, flavor. So um, I think that's a great place to start. And then having some quality sea salt is 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 great as well. Um, and this is not expensive, right? Like this is important for power output for endurance, replacing electrolytes. So, you know, if you're sweating a lot and stuff, make sure you're getting a quality salt in there. Um, you could use like a Redmond sea salt. You could use element LMNT. There's actually, if you, if you check out the show notes, I have a a link for, for that. You can get some from products from there. Um, I've had Rob Wolf on my podcast a bunch and I use their chocolate sea salt all the time. So those are some good supplements. Um, obviously I could probably do a whole supplement, a whole podcast on supplements, but maybe I'll do that another time. So, um, that's what I want to touch on today. Those are some of the relevant questions that came up. You're never too old to build muscle. Okay. So, um, obviously as you get older, it's more difficult. So you really have to prioritize it. And hopefully maybe this podcast will give you that little extra kick to, to start prioritizing, um, protein and building muscle as we age. So there you have it. Hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you on Friday with another great interview. Thanks so much and have a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.